0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Scout Fantasy Sports. It is Scout Fantasy Sports here on a Tuesday evening. I am Adam Ronis. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam Ronis here until 8 p.m. Eastern. As we do each and every weekday on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, of course, you could always check out the show on demand in case you can't listen live. And you could find all my work, scoutfantasysports.com. The Week 7 Fab Guide is up. We have the Week 7 Injury Report, Dr. Roto's Fantasy Funerals for Week 7, as well as his podcast, and of course, you could ask questions on the message boards and forms anytime you want, and you'll get answers from myself, Dr. Otto, and Sean Child. So excellent stuff there. And also, the NBA begins today. Two games on the slate tonight, and we are giving you a treat. NBA DFS free seven-day trial. Just go to scalpfantasysports.com. It's on the main page. Click on it. You'll try it for seven days free. Trust me, last year it was fire. I mean, the optimizer was really good. And again, the, the key is, you know, do some research, figure out, okay, who are your three or four favorite plays of the day, put them in, hit optimize, see what it gives you. You could also just hit optimize and see the optimal lineup, but you might want to just differentiate it a little bit. So we'll have write-ups, and again, try it for seven days. You'll see. Again, you're never guaranteed to win anything every day. There's going to be bumps in the road, but I can tell you this. I was very good last year, the optimizer. I was amazed. So test it out for yourself. You get it for seven days free. ScoutFantasySports.com. Also, if you want to join either NFL, DFS on Scout, uh, NBA, or Seasonal, if you enter the promo code Rona 70 you'll get 70% off your first month. So nothing to lose there. You know, 70% off. You try it for one month, and you'll see. You'll see the work that we put in. You see the results, the rankings, the questions, the promptness that you get answers with on the message board. And and we put in a lot of work. Nothing is ever 100%, you know that? But we'll get it right more often than we get it wrong. And again, try it for yourself. Ronus 70, 70% off your first month, so I implore you to try it out and check it out today as we got a lot of good stuff there. And of course, vegaswhispers.com for your betting needs. Really good stuff there. And they often give you a free pick of the day as well. The free pick yesterday was the over on the San Francisco Green Bay game. I think it was 46, and obviously that went over pretty early. So if you were there and took advantage of that, you won some money, and uh, they posted their baseball pick for the ALCS game tonight, which is going on right now. I'll have Bill Enright from ffchamps.com, one of the top rankers, according to Fantasy Pros. He's going to join me in the next segment. We'll talk some football with him, the trends, And everything that is going on in the NFL right now. But we kick it off looking at the latest news. And a little bit of a surprise today. Uh, We found out that Devontae Freeman will go on injured reserve. Now, it doesn't mean the season's over. For fantasy, essentially, it is. Because he has to miss a minimum of eight games. So, you're not going to bring him back if he is good to go week 15, week 16, whenever he returns. But the surprising thing is, it's not his knee. It's not his foot, which kept him out last week. It's a groin injury of all things. So he did hurt his foot week five. We knew that. Apparently he hurt his groin, too, in week five against the Steelers and decided to have the surgery. So he's out a minimum of eight weeks. And before the season, Scout Fantasy Sports, uh, our bust of the year, was Devontae Freeman. Now obviously, we don't want to see anyone get hurt, but part of the reasoning was – you know, the injuries were a factor for a running back that is getting older. So if you did have a sub with us before the year and you read that and we convinced you to do so, uh, you avoided disaster here because Freeman played week one, didn't do much. And uh, week five, he only had 10 touches. So Freeman, just a, a disaster pick this year. What does this mean for the Falcons going forward? Well, we'll see a lot of Tevin Coleman and Ido Smith. And I have said it for weeks now. I have not been impressed with Tevin Coleman this year. You know, I actually was surprised. Now it's worked out because I, I saw a lot of people take him fifth, sixth round. And I said he basically needs a Freeman injury to return that value. Now the Freeman injury has happened. But Coleman hasn't been great. You know, I didn't use him in DFS this past weekend. I know he was cheap, but he just... Has not put up impressive numbers, and this is a big season for him because he's a free agent at the end of the year. So he really has to finish strong and show teams, hey, I am an RB1. I want to get paid like one, and I can be the anchor for your team because we just have not seen it with Atlanta this year. In the past, usually when Freeman has been out, we have seen Coleman put up big numbers, but not this year. I mean, week two, he had a good week on the ground, 16 for 107 and four for 18 to the year. But since then, it's been quiet. Now, he has found the end zone couple times which has kind of helped salvage him but week three 15 for 33 on the ground two for 14 through the air and a touchdown okay decent day week four against the Bengals, 14 for 51 on the ground three catches for 26 yards week five obviously freeman was there and edel smith played a little bit so you're not going to get big numbers but he was seven for 15 and then last week against tampa bay 10 for 35 on the ground just one catch for six yards and a touchdown so just not big numbers for coleman and Edo Smith, again, wasn't as, uh, wasn't that impressive this past week either. But Smith does look like the better player to me. And I think the snaps this week, I think it was forty-four percent for Edo Smith. He played thirty-one snaps. He only had eleven carries for twenty-two yards, but he did score a rushing touchdown and he caught one pass for two yards. Actually, two receptions for minus one yards. But we have seen the Falcons have a penchant for using Edo Smith near the goal line. He scored a rushing touchdown in three straight games. And he might be out there on the waiver wire in some league, So, yeah, he is the pickup. Uh, I put him in the Fab column, although he he's he's owning quite a few leagues. I think I put in the right up that. In the deeper formats, like the high-stakes market, he is on many teams. I actually have Ido Smith on two or three teams. I have him in the online championship to beat Adam Ronas when I did in Vegas. Actually, I had him a couple weeks ago. And then when Freeman came back, I dropped him to get Alfred Blue. And then last week... When I saw Freeman was out, I dropped out for blue to get Edel Smith. Uh, and I didn't pay much for him either. It definitely was, I think it was less than 50. So uh, he's someone that you can consider flexing for sure if you need a running back because we know he's going to play a role going forward. It's pretty even at this point. You know, Coleman gets the slight edge. But, again, we see that they have some trust in Edel Smith. So if he's out there, he becomes one of the primary pickups of the week. And, again, he could still be out there. Since some teams might have dropped him once Freeman came back, being third in the pecking order, you were not going to use him, maybe stash him in a deeper league. But if you were in a league with sixteen roster spots, he might have been cut and he could be out there and as one of the uh pickups this week at the running back position uh going forward. Even though again that run game just has, it just hasn't been great this year. Uh they 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 had so much success thrown to the running backs uh under Shanahan and it just hasn't happened with Sarkeesian. So you'd like to see that change because Both these backs have the skill set to be a good pass-catching wide receiver. So we'll see if that changes a little bit uh, for the Falcons running backs. Apparently, Marshawn Lynch is dealing with a groin injury. So John Gruden said that the team is concerned, and it could be a long-term issue. He's going to be seeing some doctors during the bye week for the Raiders. Remember, they played in London. So you know Lynch is probably one of the bright spots for the Raiders this year. The problem is, though, he's barely played in the fourth quarter because they've been playing from behind. And we know if they are facing a big deficit, he's not going to be on the field much because they preferred Jalen Rashard to catch passes. I mean, Lynch does have 15 receptions on the season through six games, so it's not terrible. But when you're seeing less snaps, that's a problem. In the last two weeks, 21 snaps and then 30 against Seattle, and we have seen the yards go down. He had that big game against Cleveland where he had 130 rushing yards in week four. And uh, he scored a touchdown in to each of the first three games, hasn't scored since then. So uh, Doug Martin obviously he will get more work, but he hasn't been that impressive. So uh, Rashard's the guy, too, that needs more work. And this looks like a team that's playing from behind. So Richard, especially in PPR formats, he has been game script dependent. But if Lynch does miss time, uh, I think you could see Rashard. And look, Rashard has at least six receptions in four out of six games. So that's a real nice floor in a PPR format. Again, you don't feel comfortable starting him every week. Well, we have a lot of teams on bye coming up. Four teams on bye beginning this week. The Raiders are one of them. So take that into account if you're looking for help this week. But, you know, this past week, you know, seven catches, 48 yards. There's 11 points right there. The week before, six for 53. 11 points right there. Six for 59. Week three against Miami. So you see, he's reached double-digit points in PPR formats. Now, of course, you had the game against Denver in week two, we only played eight snaps. But, again, if Lynch needs to miss time, and from the reports, it sounds like he does. That is going to boost a guy like Jalen Richard. Evan Ingram participated in practice today. Now, remember, he did have a couple of practice sessions last week, but the Giants played on Thursday night. There was an indication that he might return last week. It didn't happen. But if he's that close, you would think that he'll play this week. Now, the problem is that game is Monday night. Giants playing the Falcons. So hopefully we'll get a good idea by Friday, whether he is going to play. So we should we should know, my guess is. And again, the fact that he's putting a practice on Tuesday is a good sign, and he did practice last week. They probably just took the cautious approach and said, you know what, it's a short week. Let's just wait. Uh, you'll have the extra day, too, with the Monday night football game in Week 7. So my guess is Ingram probably plays this week, and we'll just have to kind of wait and see what the practice reports are throughout the week. Greg Zerline is going to return To kick for the Rams this week, you know, he might be out there on the waiver wire. I know a lot of people don't like to hold two kickers. I typically don't either, unless it's, you know, one of the top guys and you have enough roster space. If I have 20 roster spots, you know, I might roster a second kicker if the really top one is on bye, like a Gaskowski or Tucker. But in a league with 16 roster spots, you just can't do it. So Zerline could be out there on the waiver wire. And obviously, kicking in one of the better offenses in football, that's definitely valuable. Now, this one's obvious, you know, Bill Belichick was talking about how Josh Gordon's role is expanding weekly. Yeah, I think that's been the case and you know, this week I did not really recommend Josh Gordon in any spot where he was asked to start. Now, he had 5 catches for 42 yards, but uh, you know, just missed. He was uh taken down at the one on a pass interference call uh, where he had the defender beat, but you could clearly see Josh Gordon's role is growing. And this is a week that I would feel comfortable starting him. Uh, just because he played so many snaps. Uh, you know, he played 18 snaps in Week 4, 18 in Week 5. So, yeah, he had the touchdown in Week 5, but when you still only 18 snaps, that's a problem because if you're not on the field much, you can't do much. But clearly, the role has grown, and he played 63 of 78 snaps this past week. And you could see Brady was looking for him continuously. So, it is a tough matchup this week against the Bears, but we just saw Miami take care of the Bears. So... Uh, I think Gordon is in play this week. I know the one redraft league I have him, I will be using him. Part of the reason is uh, Cooper Cup I have in that league. And Cooper Cup is likely out this week. Not officially ruled out yet, but dealing with that sprained MCL. And we're just thankful that it was only a sprained MCL because it looked a lot worse uh, in that game. So, again, Gordon getting the targets now. Brady's certainly looking for him. They don't seem to be exactly in sync just yet. But it feels like it's going to come, so now I can sign off on starting Josh Gordon in fantasy leagues going forward. Uh, Josh Allen's not going to start this week for the Bills. He's got this elbow issue. Uh, This could be weeks, so it could be either Nathan Peterson or Derek Anderson getting the start this week against the Colts, and that's going to make the Colts a streaming defense, and they have to be available probably in a lot of leagues. But... uh, yeah, they're not a great defense, but this matchup uh, could create a lot of turnovers and sacks. So Colts are definitely in play this week. Last night's game, Packers beat the 49ers 33-30. to And one of the things I took away, and I've been saying it on this show for a couple weeks now, is people want Aaron Jones to happen. They are will, wishfully thinking, "Hey, this is Aaron Jones. Maybe even people were looking at last night and saying, hey, this is an Aaron Jones games." Green Bay's favored by 9.5. They'll be up. Well, obviously... You know, that didn't happen. San Francisco was actually leading most of the game and probably outplayed Green Bay and deserved to win. But I got a question on the message board last night. Like, hey, I need to make a decision for tonight. Do I start Aaron Jones or Marquez Valdez-Scanling? And I said Valdez-Scanling because I know he's going to get targets. Now, he only had three receptions, but he went over 100 yards. Aaron Jones, we what we know right now is this. Is he the most talented back on the roster? Yes. You saw it. First play of the game, he got a handoff, and he – had a touchdown originally called on a seventeen rushing, seventeen yard play, but they said he was out at the one. So you could see what Aaron Jones can do. The problem, as I have been saying, it's clear Mike McCarthy still wants to play three running backs, and that is going to eat into Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones last night played nineteen snaps. Okay, he played twenty-two the week before. He is not assured of double-digit carries. He doesn't give you anything in the passing game. He has four receptions in four games this year. He had none yesterday. So it's a low floor. You're banking on a touchdown and game script. So Aaron Jones is someone you can't start. Yes, he's talented, and we want to see more of him, and we should see him over Jamal Williams. But it doesn't matter what we think. The coaching staff believes otherwise, and it's wrong. (laughs) I think most of us agree that it is wrong. But Jamal Williams played 27 snaps last night. Played more than Aaron Jones. He's still getting the football. So that's a problem. Uh, you know, Jamal Williams had six carries, 29 yards, and one catch for 10 yards. And Ty Montgomery in the mix as well. So Montgomery had four carries, 12 yards, and a rushing touchdown. And he also caught two passes for 10 yards. So as long as all these guys are splitting – you cannot start Aaron Jones with confidence. Now, they are on bye next week, but even in the bye weeks, it's going to be difficult with all these guys splitting. So that's a big problem right now. The other thing to take away is, you know, let's see when Randall Cobb and Jeronimo Wilson come back because Valdez Scantling has been pretty good. He had six targets, three for 103, but obviously we know his value takes a little bit of a hit. Jimmy Graham has benefited as well. He had five for 104 on nine targets last night. And for San Francisco, the good news is Marquise Goodwin was back. He might have been dropped in some leagues. I didn't write him up in the way where I think he's owned the most, but there might have been some leagues where he was dropped because he's been banged up with the quad. And he looked good last night. Definitely showed that speed, the ability to get past defenses, and C.J. Bethard played pretty well. Five targets for Goodwin, four for 126 and two touchdowns. And He mastered 12 carries, 87 yards. There was no Alfred Morris. And even some of the beat reporters were surprised about it. Uh, So they elected to go with more speed and use Mostert and Breda. And Alfred Morris played one snap. And when he got the ball, it was called back on a penalty. So that hurt a lot of fantasy people who thought Breda was going to be out. Went with Alfred Morris, and he got a zero. When we return, I'm going to be joined by Bill Enright. He's one of the top rankers on Fantasy Pros. You can find him at ffchamps.com. He'll join me next here. It is Scout Fantasy Sports on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day.